my birthday we still say you know still a horror podcast well it's your birthday horror podcast it doesn't change (laughs) well i just changed it suck it bitch yes it is my birthday this wednesday not technically monday when you guys are listening to this so we will be doing a live stream on wednesday on twitch and i would love to see or just see your words i guess because i don't really see you (laughs) (laughs) i would love to see some uh people who've been around for a long time who've visited the stream who haven't visited the stream friends in real life that don't visit anything i do whatever (laughs) (laughs) i would love to see you guys there i'll probably play some games just hang out chat drink uh we might watch a movie we may just play a game and and be silly about stuff and just mess with people Mm-hmm. It's really about just just kicking back and hanging out together, you know, like we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it is my birthday. I'm excited this Yay. time. How I don't, old, know, I don't old, even know. How old are you going to be? I don't know. I'm just part old. Okay, Christina. I'm just part fucking old. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because like when you get older, you really do forget right. like how old you are because you're not looking forward to it anymore. Whereas when you were like 14. Or whatever, you're like, oh fuck, I'm 17. Four more years, baby, and I get to suck on that fucking alcoholic cock for the rest of my life <laughs> and throw it down the drain. Now you just get, you look forward to triple ARP and. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Discounts. Do I, discounts. though? I don't even drive anymore. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, we're, it happens to be on a cheat week. So we've been doing the diet thing, like we've been telling you, the uh, Mediterranean, whatever the fuck it is. Christina's cheating a lot more than me, by the way. No, I'm not. She buys like bricks of chocolate and I get one piece out of the whole fucking thing. And I'm like, where did it all go? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) That's not true. I tell you, I eat it. I have a period. It needs chocolate. Oh, okay. I must feed the beast, is, okay? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Do you feed it, like, Seriously. in there that way? Shut up, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's cr- you get crazy. Is this, are we just uncovering a secret? <laughs> An untold secret <laughs> maybe, for generations? Maybe I should try? Maybe that, that movie. What was that movie where the vagina dentata? Oh, well, teeth. Teeth, yeah. Teeth. That was a great movie. It's just eating chocolate. <laughs> You know, I feel really good. It's nice when he's not around, you know? Just spread it open, hang out, watch some fucking Richest Wise of New York, whatever. <laughs> Somehow it has that voice. Hello, how you doing, Christina? <laughs> 
Oh, we're gonna stick the cotton is in this thing. Is that what my vagina sounds like? Yeah. What are you sticking cotton in my? <laughs> okay, stop. All right. That's, that's, we're going too far. We've already dipped into the four I mean, shot. <laughs> I think it's pretty amazing that you tolerate it. I just like to push it because I want to see how far. Oh it's my god! You've levy. always been like that with me too. <laughs> like I think I, even our first conversation we had together. I've had a lot. I'll just say this: I've had a lot of uh, very low, uh, less soup, less than superior, which is me being nice about them. <laughs> uh, Ex girlfriends who uh, have not enjoyed. They will laugh, but they will hate me for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. They're I know. Like, what the, I know. Are you always you a mean. fucking child? <laughs> Yes, I am, actually. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's my birthday. I can do whatever the fuck I want, you know? Anyway. So, today we're going to be watching two movies that I picked. There's a possibility that we did these in the early top, like, the first 30 episodes we ever did. Mm-hmm. And it's possible we've talked about them before, but I guarantee you we don't do it like we do now. And it's my birthday, and I really want to fucking watch these. And we got a lot of new listeners since then, so I think, you know, I think we're safe to be able to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've never seen any of these, so. Right, and I think we've gotten better, so. Have we? So okay. I would like to think, <laughs> although the numbers are really, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> We seem to be dying. No, I would like to think, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We're always dying slowly. I, I like to learn as I go, but I still, I feel more comfortable than I ever did. I used to have to drink every single episode until we were shit faced and I couldn't even talk. Right. And I'm like, listening back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, did anybody really want to listen to this? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Did it make sense? What were we doing? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like you know, every person that does a podcast, their first episode, they're like, God damn it. Why is that one such a big one? Why does everybody listen to the first one? Listen to the new ones, you dummy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, we got some movies that we're going to be watching that I picked that are from Hong Kong. One's a category three Hong Kong, which means super violent. No erotic by chance, I guess that means. So, okay. Non-erotic violence. That's over the top. I don't know if there's a category for it. I have no idea. But these are two Hong Kong films. One is The Story of Ricky from 1991. It's also known as Ricky O, which is the manga and the anime. And we also have Bio Zombie that we're going to be talking about, too, which is another Hong Kong film that's more of like a buddy comedy with zombies thrown in in a mall. A zomcom. A zomcom, buddy com. Mm-hmm. It's like a buddy comedy. It's like Hong Kong's version of Shaun of the Dead before Shaun of the Dead. Right. You know what I mean? So. Right. It's it's their version. So, which these movies are great, in my opinion. So we're going to be talking about stuff that I enjoy. So just know that going forward. If you do not like these, you do not belong here anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm for the most part, I think most people will enjoy these, but they're just me. This is me through and through. Like this is the kind of stuff that I like. So mm-hmm. I had to push Christina through it, but she's gotten better about things. But fortunately, we only had we had English dubs. These are two movies that I like mm-hmm. with English dubs. And just for the record, I don't mind subtitles at all, except oh, when really? I'm fucking tired. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
jerk. You're like, look well, at you, so you made it. You made it sound like, like oh, I don't like to watch movies with subtitles. She's like, like, no, because usually when we watch these movies for the podcast, I'm fucking exhausted. Right. No, it's fine. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> you would have brought that up. I, it's not that big a deal. I'm just making a mountain out of a molehill to be silly. All right. Calm down. Jerk. Freak. I don't Why don't you care. fucking stop drinking a little bit? Maybe you calm down. I don't give a shit if it's your fucking birthday. You need to fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, you dumb bitch. <laughs> right back at you. I'm kidding. I love you. Um, so guys, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into those movies here in a little bit. What have we been up to? What are we gonna do? We're gonna oh, we're gonna do some things for my birthday that yes, I'm really I excited took, about. I took the whole day off of work. On Wednesday. Yep. So we could it's gonna go, be a busy day. We I could run you around town, go to the movie store. We're gonna get up super probably. early. We're going to have, I have, I have requested that my cheat <laughs> items be carne asada. Carne asada with the pico de gallo in it. Uh, I might even do cheese and guac. In oh my that God. Too. You're going to get so sick. I know, probably. Uh, and then I also want to do the pollo fundido. Right. Which is going to be even, even more delicious. Although maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do the like cheese. carne asada later and do the pollo fundido early because it's right down the street. Right. Maybe we can work that out. Whatever you want, it's your birthday. Aww. I can eat it on stream. I don't give a fuck. I'll be drunk by then. <laughs> yes, I'll be I'm like, sure, oh, God, I'm sure people really want to see that. Oh, I, I fought a microphone one time for my birthday <laughs> on live on stream. Oh, which that's, I, <laughs> didn't Esmeralda? Esmeralda brought that up recently. <laughs> right. She's one of the hard listeners, guys. And then we're going to, oh, we're going to go to the secondhand uh, movie store. Zia Records. Zia Records, which is pretty big here in Arizona. I think it's like where it originates from, but it's like a secondhand store. Like, what's the other one that everybody always what, talks Bookman's? about? Is it Bookman's? That's yeah. local though too. They're so expensive I don't... though, and so is so is Zia to be fair, but they have a lot more deals mm-hmm. than Bookman's. We does. should go to Bookman's too. I mean, I'm not gonna argue. Okay, cool. But we got to do it early. Well, let's go. I think they both open at like ten. Okay, let's go. I'm I'm gonna be up. I'm all right, but we got to stream too, and then eat and all this other shit. It's gonna be a lot. Fuck your stream. <laughs> Spend time with me. <laughs> right. It's your birthday. Did you take off Thursday? Oh, yeah, you don't work. Yeah, but I got a doctor's appointment. Oh, okay. Sweet. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think it might be that time. What birthday time is it? Horse shots! I'm going to keep that in. Good. That's why I did it. <laughs> We've replaced our audio with that. No, with it, no I won't I do that. I can do sound effects. No. I can be your fucking that no. stupid ass box that no. you always are like. <laughs> You're freaking me out. <laughs> All right, guys. So today we are going to be doing a horror shot based on the movie Biozombie. I figured it was the easiest of the two, honestly, because they drink sake. They drink <laughs> well. The movie. They dr- more than just sake. They drink sake, and they also have this soda drink that turns people into zombies. Which I thought, oh, sake, soda pop, soda drink, fountain drink. What do they call it? I think it was fountain soda or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, so we thought we'd add the two ingredients and make 
a sushi boy, which is one of the characters in the movie that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's in a sushi boy? Well, that's pretty simple. You take taiku, which is technically it's a jumai premium Japanese sake. It's produced at the fame Umenyoyado Brewery, located between Katsuragi and Niho Mountains in Nara, Japan. Oh. This is nice. Costco's got some nice shit. Yeah, maybe we're <laughs> drinking some... It's a pretty cool little bottle, though. It is. But uh, we just figured we'd get some sake. That was her idea. And then we put well, a little bit of Fanta, Fanta, Wanta, Fanta. Strawberry. Strawberry. Which you just pour, you know, probably like almost a full glass of sake, but you want to make sure that there's enough for the the strawberry to kind of like flavor it a little bit. And I'm sure somebody who likes sake is like, you fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Listen, Mr. Boy, Mr. Big Pants, Mr. Fancy Pants. These are fucking horror shots. These are horror shots. We don't tolerate your kind. Get the fuck out! Oh, Oh, it's okay, Murray. (laughs) I keep I forget that he's in here that he he's gonna think <laughs> he I'm gonna re- beat the yeah, shit re- out of him. He reacts to that. Does he? Yeah, he does. He, he's like now he, he's like chewing on his toy like religiously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, seriously, if you're gonna cop, cop an attitude, get the fuck out. All right, these aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> They're ingenious. Okay, that's it's just part of being a legend. You drink these, you're a legend. If you don't, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'm going to take this one today. (laughs) So here's to my birthday. Cheers. Happy birthday. I'm not reaching forward. Thanks for uh, making it awesome, baby. As always. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Oh, that's smooth. It's very. Yeah. Wow. That's what premium? Or were they just saying that? Do they all say premium? I don't know. It was on sale. What is it normally? I don't know. I don't remember. Tastes good to me. I'm not much of a sake fan, to be honest with you. Right. Me either. I usually drink the plum kind because I don't like sake. Mm-hmm. And that's passable to me. But this... Yeah, it's pretty good. It tastes really, like, refined, smooth. Mm-hmm. Plus a little, little, you know, little little nudgings from the Fanta, Fanta. Don't pretty you good. wanna? Anyway, if you guys would love to try a sushi boy from the movie Biozombie from 1998, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. That's it. All right, so now it's time for us to dive right into the birthday reviews of Ricky O, the story of Ricky from 1991, and Biozombie from 1998. Ta. Ta. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do that right Right now. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Ricky O from 1991. Ricky O, the story of Ricky. A young man with superhuman strength is incarcerated at prison run by corrupt officials and seeks to use his martial arts to clean up the system. This is actually an adaptation from the violent manga series called Ricky O by Masahiko Takaho and Tetsuya Sarawatari. It is also an anime, too, which they made 
probably afterwards because I think mm-hmm. the manga started it all. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that is directed and written screenplay wise by he goes by Simon Nam now, but he has gone by Nang Lai Choi. Uh, he has done movies that I own like The Seventh Curse. From 1986, The Peacock King from 1988-89, I have that as well. And Saga the Phoenix, which is the sequel to that from 1990. His last credit was The Cat from 1992. This was written, of course, by him and the original writers. I don't know how much participation they had, but... They were, you know, they're... It's just based off of their stories. Yeah, Yeah, their characters. This is starring Su Wong Fan, who plays Ricky. He is in movies like Ip Man, Kung Fu Jungle, Rikio 2, which is also called Awesome Powerful Man, (laughs) which I watched a little bit of today. Did you? It's pretty terrible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's really terrible, actually. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I can't say. But it's all, it goes by Super Powerful Man. You can watch it online, actually. It was released in Hong Kong in, in 2005. So this is it's not the official sequel of Rikio. They don't even use the same name. Like his mm-hmm. name in the sh- in the movie is He Shen. Hmm, so strange. I don't know. It's got weird choices of action. And instead of blood and guts, it's a lot of weird screen effects that they do, mm-hmm. which turned me off right away. I was like, this ain't no Riccio. And I don't blame Sam or Simon Nam for wanting to not put it on there. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, you can look that up on. Uh, it says it's under the Wu Tang Collection Super Powerful Man. It's actually their account and oh. their movie. So you can watch it with risk free. Oh, cool. It also stars Mei Sheng Fan, who was Cyclops Dan. He's the, the, the assistant warden. Mm-hmm. He was in Year of the Dragon from 1995, The Magnificent Butcher, Bruce Lee's Dragon Fight Back from 1985 as well. There's also Kakoi Ho, who is the warden, the actual warden, who is in Prison of Fire, Drunken Master Killer. And we also have Yukari Ashima, who is Huang Chang who plays the sort of a female playing a male role in this movie. In uh, 1991, she was in 10 movies, and also in 93, she was in Lethal Angels franchise and the Super Cop franchise. Mm -hmm. Pretty popular. So, Chris, oh, and also, just so you guys know, this is the first Hong Kong film to be passed with a Category 3 18-plus rating for violence, non-erotic content. So it didn't make much at the box office because of that, because they kind of frown upon those kind of things, even though they don't completely, Mm -hmm. you know, they let them do what they want because it's Hong Kong. Although anymore, who knows, you know, which is unfortunate. But they made about two million one hundred and forty seven seven hundred and seventy eight in Hong Kong uh, currency. I don't know what that is. Oh, I don't don't remember. Christina, what did you think of this movie? Oh. This is your first time, right? Yeah, I've never even heard of this movie. I have no idea. And then everyone online was like, this is the best movie ever, blah, blah, blah. And of course, I'm like, yeah, whatever. No pressure, by the way. (laughs) You know, it's pretty good. I had a good time. It's definitely an S-Big movie. So bad it's good. Definitely. Yeah, but more, I thought it was more good. Like, well, it's sometimes you can be so bad it's good that it crosses over the threshold and becomes its own unique thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it's really like a charming movie, like a bloody, glorious, fun, charming, charming. <laughs> yeah, movie. Never heard that. <laughs> the guy who played Ricky, he was like really buff, like steroid buff. Like it was crazy how super buff that intense. Guy. Yeah, that guy was like. Like he was big. Um, 
I absolutely love the awkward moments in this movie. Between yeah. all, I think I liked that more than I liked the exaggerated gore scenes. Okay. Which is kind of weird for me. But yeah, it was even the dubbing was good. Like it was over exaggerated. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about it? That was good. <laughs> did you like the gore? Was that was it? Did that make it better? Yeah, it, it totally made it better because it was so ridiculous. It was way Especially over the top. Especially when he punched the guy's fist and the fist like fell apart. It was so ridiculous. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> and the people's heads just met. Like well, you got to think about it this way: this guy is a super numer- like superhuman strength. Right. And you would wonder what it would do to human bodies right, if exactly. you were to fight someone like that. So, like, I questioned that prison system. That was kind of weird. Right. <laughs> but, but it just, you know, makes it interesting. But on an epic scale, I give it an 8 out of 10. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been a fan of this one for a very long time. I had a copy on DVD. I still do. Mm-hmm. And now I also own the Blu-ray, which I love. It's... Seriously, fucking bananas, guys. Like, it's about a guy who goes to prison with superhuman strength for trying to fight crime, or rather defending his sister who was abducted by a local triad group and killed herself by jumping off a fucking roof. (laughs) YOLO! (laughs) Ridiculous. So he's forced to serve a sentence only to find even worse guys in prison who try to tangle him into some sort of web of bullshit threatening his girlfriend now. It's like the future, 2001. The future. <laughs> and the, the the basically, they say in the beginning, they're like, capitalist countries have decided to privatize all of their prison, prison systems, and they've gotten out of control because of it. And there are a gang of four who are running the different blocks of the prison system. And they kind of spread this out a little bit over the beginning of the movie because like it's like, Ricky getting into prison right away, mm-hmm. and they don't really explain everything right up front. But if you listen and you pay attention, that's mm-hmm. what's going on. Well, it sounds like America. I mean, that's what we have is privatized prisons pretty much. For, right. Instead, Unless it's a state penitentiary or something like that. But, but yeah, I like the fact that this movie has like four prison gang leaders who run the four blocks in prison, which is like, it's so weird because they're almost like shackled, like, I don't know, like they, they, they. They still are prisoners, but they get all these amenities and things, and they like can kill who they want and run the block however they want. So it's like it's weird. Four yeah. different cities living in one prison. It's like if you had all that power in prison, you'd think you would just leave. <laughs> well, and like- well, well, and then they're also fucked up, murderous miscreants with blood all over their fucking hands and right. face. So Ricky has to battle these and a slew of others to try to escape. But, you know, like, as a premise, like, it sounds all right, you know. But when you see the first scene of gore go way over the top on the gore, you'll be fucking locked in, dude. Like, that's the the moment you're like, what What the fuck? I've never seen anything like this. Crazy, really crazy characters litter the screen, much like they probably did in the pages of the manga or in the stills of the anime, you know, that you probably or may have not seen, which both of those are up on YouTube. Of course, I watched that earlier. There's something about live action manga and anime films that I really like too, by the way, guys. I don't know what it is, 
but the schlockier, the better. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it's just something about them that I just really like. I've been collecting as many as I can because these films, they don't have the budget for the ideas that they're trying to do. Not even close, but the fact that they try and as in <laughs> this ambitious project, it sort of paints the screen with some pretty outstanding fucking hilarious moments as a result of it. And hell, they don't even have to be graphic for me. It's just fucking weird. But in this case, gore and the excess of it is really the viewing gold standard for this movie mm-hmm. like this is the fucking shit and it's glorious it's it's part of the show guys so if that doesn't wet your little fucking horror beaks i don't know what will okay <laughs> this movie is is seriously batshit crazy at times super sweet and aggressive other times charming it's like one minute ricky will tear out someone's spine by punching a dude in his side his fist coming out the other side and then the next minute he's dancing around playing a flute like a fucking idiot <laughs> he's actually a nice guy his character is like a good guy stuck in some pretty violent times it's a life he chose and one that his cemetery master of Chigo will heartily laugh about in some of the worst dubbing I've ever seen. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) The disc I have has both the English and the Cantonese dubs, uh, but trust me on this, guys, the English dubs are fucking great. Just watch it. it. It's well worth it. Totally worth it. You know, it's like it pairs well with the -the over-the-top shouting, fight scenes, characters, and gore that this movie has to offer. And you will see some stuff that is obviously flawed in this movie as well, so it doesn't fucking matter. Just watch it. Mm -hmm. That way you can enjoy all the fucking gratuitous fucking gore on the screen. (laughs) And you don't have to worry about reading it. You won't miss one bloody fucking second, all right? There's like, you know, like there's big man suits, but that look like they're definitely suits. (laughs) <laughs> like plasticky, rubbery looking uh-huh. fake ass suits <laughs> that they're walking around. They got big dudes who are probably like three foot tall on platforms that are like four foot high just to make them look like they're really tall and beasty <laughs> running at fucking Ricky to fight him. It, it's a fucking mess, <laughs> but it's a beautiful fucking glorious fucking mess that wears its flaws pretty proudly, I'd say, and takes itself for the most part pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not. So I watched a bit of the anime, like I mentioned before, and we've recorded, and it seems like it almost follows the exact story. Oh, really? So if you have seen the anime and you've never watched the action, I mean, I don't even know why you're even alive or if you <laughs> even exist or you're just a figment of my hatred. <laughs> but if you haven't, it, it's very much like it. Um, I, if you want a good time, guys, seriously, for me, this is, this is a good one to put on anytime. It's, it's a, it's a cheery mood cheer. I don't know what it is. It puts mm-hmm. me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And I definitely pick up a copy if you can. It's definitely one of the best so bad it's good films I've ever seen. If you don't like it, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. I give it a nine out of 10 for the so bad it's good score. Probably one of the better action bloody flicks I've ever seen. And if you like stuff like Fist of the North Star, but as bloody, it's like it. <laughs> so, and, and you can watch this movie for free on Tubi, by the way. Oh. Or if you have a Sling subscription, you can watch it through there or through Amazon on Fandor, which is a subscription. Oh, one of those ones service. that you can. Yeah. It's like it's three ninety nine a month after a seven day trial. So if you want to just watch the movie. Cancel your cancel trial. Cancel your trial. But set three ninety nine. I mean. Hey, maybe try it out. You maybe find some stuff you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. I was interested in looking it up. So, but yeah, that's it for me. So, hmm. 
You gave it a eight. Eight. So an eight point five between the two of us. That's, that's pretty a, damn that's good. That's a pretty outstanding film here yeah. for the BTV. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of trivia on this movie too that I have. I'll tuck it in some of the stuff that we'll mention in the movie when we get into our spoilers and trivia here. So if you don't want anything spoiled, I definitely. I mean, honestly, even if I told you, it'd just make you want to watch the movie anyway. But if you don't want anything spoiled, definitely do not listen to this. Go rent it, watch it, come back. We'll be here. But here is your warning. So the plot closely follows the events depicted in the original Japanese comic. And like I said, the anime with some minor modifications in certain circumstances. And the Fist of the North Star, I found out. Mm -hmm. I wrote that. Before I read the trivia, oh, a lot of people say that it's very similar to the Fist of the North Star, that they're both, you know, human beings with the ability to dismember body parts with one punch, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. That's another anime that a lot of people loved, and they oh, made a, okay. like an American version of, of course they did. the anime, and uh-huh. it, it was kind of bad, but it's also it kind of cool in some regards. Mm-hmm. Also... I mentioned that Ricky had a master that taught him. He studies Qi Go or Qi Gong is what they ra- re- really call it. It's actually a real thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously there's no superhumans, so it's not going to really make you magic. <laughs> um, it's real. They have a system of coordinated body posture and movement, breathing and meditation that you use for the purposes of health, spirituality, and martial arts training. Oh, that's cool. Which, you know, is all part of it in right. many different countries. Right. Also, I didn't know this. Ricky O has actually been cited as the influence for the Mortal Kombat series. Really? Yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah, that's why they were so bloody. That's crazy. Some of the similarities include, like, the gory fatality finishing moves, the resemblance between Ricky and Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Where he does the kicks. He's like, oh. Uh, and uh, X, the x-ray attack, because they have that part where he punches, he spins the guy around, and he punches him. <gasps> That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Well, they do that in the, I guess, in the manga as well. Oh. But yeah, pretty yeah, cool. That is cool. It's interesting. Now, I said the gang of four, or there's four gang member leaders or whatever that run the prison or whatever. In the English dub, they say the gang of four. In the Cantonese version, they are the four heavenly kings. The, the the Four Heavenly Kings were actually an actual group that existed in China in the 1960s and the 1970s. Uh, it's either the Gang of Four or the Four Heavenly Kings, the but names. There's, there's four. Yeah. <laughs> and the members were Zhang Quin, who was the wife of late Chinese leader Mao Zedong. All four were convicted of anti-party activities and given life sentences. Whoa. Interesting. Not far from the real, you know. Right. Story. Um, one scene required Su Fong Fan, who is Ricky in the movie, and Yukari Oshima to exchange lines while standing close to a raging fire. And Su Wong, doused with water for protection, was horrified when he noticed that Oshima's exposed neck literally smoking and blistering from the Ooh, heat. gross. When he asked her later on, he's like, why the hell didn't you move? Like, what was going <laughs> on? And she reportedly replied, well, you weren't done with your lines, so I had to wait for the cut. Look at her. I know. And professional. He was, he was amazed by how professional she was and he referred to her in future interviews as Amazing Yukari Mm -hmm. because of it, which is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. That's some serious dedication. Right. I wish I had that here on the podcast. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Would you burn for me, Christina? I should just leave. I'm kidding. Okay, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm fucking See you kidding, later. dude. Come Bye. on. Can't make jokes around here, I guess. Nope. Some, some people are a little too sensitive. It's all right. It's okay. Are we done? Okay. <laughs> All right, so Christina, do you have anything that you wanted to bring up that is spoiler that is spoilerific? Yep. yep. Okay, so it's towards the beginning. So when uh, the uh, was it the uncle and they were he was showing him what to do in the graveyard, yeah. right? And he well, starts a flashback scene. First of all, yeah, yeah, the flashback scene, like when all, everything pretty much started for Ricky. He's like teaching him and showing him the way. And then they start smashing up the tombstones at the graveyard. They just start <laughs> smashing people's fucking, their grave sites. Isn't that like, don't you get possessed or haunted if you do shit like that? Like you piss <laughs> on somebody's grave and here they are like smashing their fucking tombstones and shit. It was a really cool scene. They're like flying around everywhere. Yeah, dude, I fucking love that. <laughs> It's like, they're like, he's like training him in Chigo and with his uncle that he meets in the cemetery of where his sister killed herself, I guess. Or, you know what I mean? She's buried. Right. And they're at the same cemetery and he's like, I, you may not remember me, but I've known you since you were seven years old. And he's like, he's like, here, let's, he's like, I've noticed you have super strength, Ricky. Do you still have super strength? Yeah. And he's like, shows him his moves and shit. And then he's like, I'll train you. And they train in the cemetery where his sister's buried. And he's like chucking gravestones at him. And they're just smashing the shit out of him because fuck who's buried there, you know? (laughs) I'm super powerful. Fuck these dead people. What are you going to do about it, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) You got to come back up from the grave? I'll kick your ass. Yeah, what kind of master is that, though? That just seems totally disrespectful. That's like leading him down the dark... The dark side. The dark side. Just, oh, this is a small baby's grave. Oh, kick it, Ricky. Kick it. (laughs) Kick the baby's grave. (laughs) Also in that scene, like there was a couple of times where he laughs like an idiot, like the uncle. Oh yeah. And he's like ha 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 it's good. And it's like he's not laughing that hard, but he's laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so great. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and then it's like Um But there was a part in the beginning of the movie where There was this guy, this old man who was like washing his glasses or something in the, you know, the prison. And and like some dude comes over and starts picking on him. He's like, hey, that's my towel. And he was like, yeah, so what? It's my towel now. And then he fucking pushes him down or whatever. And his fucking this little toy truck comes our toy train comes out of his his shirt. And he's like, oh, that's. That's for my son. I made that for my son with a bunch of scrap. And he was like, is it? And he smashes it across <laughs> his head. And then fucking the old man's like, I've had enough of this. And then he comes after him. And how the fuck did he get a hold of a fucking, a wood? What is it called? Like a, like it shaves. It's a wood shaver. Right. How the fuck did he get a wood it's shaver? Probably, he's obviously making wood toys. So, oh. you know, he's an elf. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So now we know where Santa is. <laughs> and he has four gang leaders for prison. Yeah, he's in prison. Yeah. In a Hong Kong prison. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Kids, are you listening? Santa's real. Anyway, so he comes after him with the fucking wood shaver to try to hit him. And the dude swaps it out of his hand and then jams it up his face, like shaving his middle of his face off, right? And then as the dude's laughing about it, walking away, Ricky trips him. 
and he falls on like a thing of wood with like 19 nails in it face first with his hand trying to prevent it from falling. <laughs> so it goes through his hand and into his eyeball and face. So many eyeballs pop out in this movie. Like <laughs> yeah, even, even that assistant warden, whatever his name is, he had a fake eyeball. And then like every time he'd punch anybody. Oh, I get anybody, trivia about that, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And every time people would just get their eyes punched out. It's crazy. Man, it's just gross, I guess. It's cool. You, how do you make it even more gross? You know, that's what they were thinking. Oh, yeah. How do they make it even more gross is that one scene where uh, the, the it's towards the end. They're both fighting and the guy, he slices his stomach open. He's and like, he, let's die together, Ricky. And he pulls out his intestines, and then he he goes to strangle Ricky with his intestines. I was like... We'll die together, Ricky. We're heroes. Out of control. I like you, Ricky. <laughs> Instead of fighting him, he kills himself. <laughs> but then, yeah, that was some weird shit. Yeah. You'd think some poop would come out or something. Like, yeah, something. Uh, there was another part that after the, that, that gang leader picked on the old man and shaved his face off, later he sees Ricky... In the shower or something like that. Uh-huh. And then he kicks him and he throws him, which throws him back into the wall really hard. Uh-huh. And then he comes at him with a fucking long fucking spike, like a nine-inch nail almost, uh-huh. in between his fingers. And he punches him. And, and Ricky just puts his hand up to block his fist. And it goes through. And, he, and then he pulls, the guy's like shocked. He's like, what the fuck? And Ricky just pulls his hand over in front of his face and looks at him right in the eye and pulls the nail out real slow. And it's like. (laughs) And blood just squirts. It's all fake hand, too. You can tell. He wasn't even affected. That shit's always one of my favorite things in that movie. I remember. I think I have talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck. It's just fun. Um. But yeah, and that's the guy that gets the sides punched out of him, remember? Mm-hmm. He punches out his spine. Right. By sticking his fist into his side <laughs> and out the other side. And then they should, is that the scene where they showed like the x-ray to make sure you yes, know? Yes, he that... flips him over and then punches him in the head. That, you see it. That was creative how they did that. That is cool. It's just, they, they were really creative in this movie. Like, it's, it's really kind of fun. Um, well, it's really fun. What am I talking about? I love the flashback scene when they when they're explaining what happened to the sister. <laughs> like she accidentally sees these guys doing something. Oh, they were so doing starts... they were doing fucking opium. Oh, okay. That's why he hated opium in the movie oh, so much. Oh, I didn't even get that. Because I was like, Jesus, dude, let them fucking do their drugs or whatever. Like, calm down, Ricky. And he's <laughs> like, I don't like opium. You're the devil. You're gonna kill people. <laughs> He's too good. Like, calm, right. f- mind your own fucking business, right. Ricky. I'm trying to shoot up some fucking, <laughs> some good ass opium. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she sees a bunch of like guys in a park shooting up heroin. They grab her and take her to some hideout. Right. I guess those guys are triads or something. Uh, yeah, that's what I was and thinking. And they were going to take her into some sort of like prostitution ring or something, or something like that. But she managed to escape. She, she pushes one out of the way. Right. And then she runs and she keeps running and she just runs right off the building <laughs> and the way her body yeah they just throw a fucking rag doll down and it just went splat like <laughs> well, like, <laughs> so funny <laughs> that was so fun that is pretty great it's so great i deserved another shot here we go oh, you want one it's so smooth so it's all full of sugar too to ricky's sister 
May you rest in peace. May your ragdoll flop on the ground a million times in my memories. Right, but then you won't because they went and they destroyed your grave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Was there any tombstones left after that? Fuck you, Ricky. What a dick. (laughs) That's good. Um, But yeah, so that was really funny. That was where we lost it. One of the characters I really like in this is the assistant warden. Mm -hmm. And all the characters are so very characterized. Oh, yeah. So tell me about his eye. Okay, so Ricky's pulled out of assistant by the assistant warden who's running things while the real warden is, like, out doing something or whatever. And he's got, like, this – he's a big dude with a hook for a fucking hand and a fake eye with what I thought was a mint. Because he does offer it and he's like, hey, you want a mint? Oh, yeah. And he was like, these mints are bad today. Dude, he pops out his fucking eye and shakes it with his weird fucking claw hand into his hand and there's little pills that come out. Technically, those pills are supposed to be from the anime to keep him from hulking out. Because in oh. the anime, he's always so stressed uh-huh. that he's like on the verge of becoming like a beast. He's a really big dude. So it's Xanax. <laughs> I guess. So I mean, that's I don't, what you're saying. Does that work on superhumans? I don't know. I don't know their <laughs> makeup or chemistry. <laughs> There's another scene where fucking that Tizon guy, one of the four horsemen or whatever, four gang members or whatever, he comes in and he just smashes that dude's head. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It's like, boom! And he just fucking crushes it like it's like... Nothing. Like there's... It's just made out of wax. Probably was. Pretty much. You know, <laughs> like blood inside of it. Right. It just pops. I fucking love that scene. Plus, mm-hmm. there's also that other scene with Tizan or Tarzan. It sounds like Tarzan. Yeah, it does. I, I kept writing Tarzan, too. But they, they say things a little differently in the... They probably misread it is probably what it was, because they're mm-hmm. all American act uh, voice actors. Yeah. I read about the guys, mm-hmm. because I was like, these guys are really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, there was a scene with Tarzan or whatever where they get like put into this fucking cell together because he saves them from the cement pouring room, which makes no sense. Like all of a sudden the windows went out and like all the like cement started filling the room. And so Ricky's like the good guy. So he saves the bad guy and they put him in a, in a jail cell together. And then they're like, yeah, you're useless. Both of you are useless. So we're just going to kill you by flattening you with this fucking <laughs> this bond a ceiling dropping fucking mechanism that's going to slowly crush you. And the dude who fought Ricky previously, brutally, by the way. The one who cut his, sto- his stomach open. No, to- that's a different one. Oh, is this? Yeah, this is the one where he broke his arm. He tried to punch Ricky and he broke his arm. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to punch him with his left hand and Ricky punched his hand at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it just shatters into a million pieces, like with blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right, yeah. And then he uppercuts the motherfucker and it, under his jaw. Mm-hmm. And you see his hand come out of his out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, Arr! <laughs> I, I love that and then the fucking the warden's like fuck you both i don't give a shit and and tries to squash ricky and then Tizon or tarzan is like no nah, well, i'm still in here boss and ricky busts out of the fucking the bars and gets out and he's like here come here and then the, he hobbles he tries he's to like, hobble yeah. over trying to like get out he's like oh there's no and uh, he's like you gotta let me go ricky's such a good guy you know um we find out why Ricky also like got it, why he's in prison because he went to the triads who were going to prostitute his his sister mm-hmm. 
and punched him in the head where it made this indentation into his head and didn't kill him. I don't know how, but <laughs> he's still alive, probably drooling a lot, mm-hmm. unable to say words because his frontal lobe is caved in. A <laughs> uh, very cartoonish style fucking divot in his head there, but it's yeah, funny. It was funny. There was that scene where they like put him underground for seven days chained mm-hmm. up and they're like here's your breathing tube right and then they kick a dog in half and like put its <laughs> liver in the fucking in the hole so he can't breathe and he's just staring there with the liver in his mouth and he's in the in the, the thing splits mm-hmm. i'm like what is going on here I don't know. but he lives does a fucking somersault of off of fucking chains mm-hmm. and then they lock him up again like how does Ricky keep getting locked up after fucking breaking chains? Right, and like maybe who? He, he needs a rest, so he's just sitting there. Not yeah, that's away. true. And then like Same one of the energy. one of the prisoners is like, "Stay strong, Ricky. I love you." And he's like, "I will stay strong. Thank you. I will stay strong." <laughs> Gives him some rice or whatever. There's like two remaining gang leaders after pretty much all the other ones die, but he karate chops one of. Them. Of their legs while the other tries to run, but the warden shoots him and he fucking explodes. Remember, he's like trying to climb through that little hole. Right. And he's like, pow. (laughs) It's like, Jesus. And then the most ridiculous part of this whole fucking movie is the warden turning into a fucking beast. Right. A hawking beast that makes no sense whatsoever. This guy has heart conditions, yet he can turn into a beast anytime he wants. Right. Like, it's confusing a little bit. I, maybe we need to watch the anime or read the manga. Oh, to understand better. Right. But they fight, and it's so ridiculous. He's like, picks them up, and you can very clearly see that this, there's like two feet of fucking space in this fucking fake-ass bodysuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ricky picks it up and chucks him in the fucking meat grinder until he's a head. <laughs> and then he chucks the head... But that scene that was they said there was so much fake blood used in the meat grinder uh-huh. that Su Wong Fan could not wash the red off of his skin for like three fucking oh my days. God. So Gross. And then at the very end, of course, after Ricky, you know, gets out, he punches the wall and the whole thing comes down. And all those pedophiles and rapists are free. Yeah, they're good, free. Good job, Ricky. Good job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're just misunderstood, Christina. Oh, my God. Just like Ricky. But, I mean, if you think about it, if Ricky was put into prison, there's probably a few yeah, in there that are... Yeah, I know. You know but what still, I mean? There's still... I'm sure there's still bad there's people. There's probably a lot there. of bad ones <laughs> yeah, there, There's too. probably more bad people. They're all diddling than... people and shit. <laughs> in the manga, though, after Ricky escapes from prison, he goes to actually find his brother, I guess. Oh, he has a brother? Yeah, instead of to see his girlfriend or whatever, I guess. Which a lot of people were like, wait, how the fuck did you just punch a wall? You could have done that shit the whole time. the whole time. That's what I was saying. But apparently, the reason that he did not punch the wall right away is because, one, he didn't have the strength to do it yet. This is someone's theories. He needed time to gain the strength to do it. Okay. Ricky then finds the, you know, strength, of course. But then, two, he realizes quickly that there's something fishy with the prison and decides to stick around and solve it that he eventually oh. turns out to be the hidden opium garden oh so which we know ricky does not like opium he does not like opium like man just let people party man like you don't have to go punching heads off and shit dude like fucking calm down man i ain't raping nobody i'm just shooting up a little holly jolly man <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, out of yeah, control. You ain't going to punch out my spine through my side, dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> out of control. It's funny to me. So we do have another movie that we're going to talk about, and that is Bio Zombie, which Bio Zombie. I think you're going to take another shot. I'm going to take another shot. Oh, God. A half of shot. I'm already getting tired. All right. Whatever. Half a shot. This stuff's good, man. You gonna get more? What? Well, if they have it. How much was like, it? Ten bucks for that big old bottle. That's good. We'll have to take the rest to Patrick and Kelly. That's a good point. So we got another Ugh. movie. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, you we got done? another movie. Wine. Was... It is rice wine, but don't wine. Shut up. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, so Bio Zombie came out in 1998. I'm gonna do the. Stuff on here because Christina was like, I'm not butchering these names. Yeah, You're doing dude, it. I can't I can't say any of these names. I'm sorry. Do you want me to read the bio? No, I get it. Oh, if you want, sure. All right. A group of young shoppers and employees must band together when a zombie outbreak overruns their Hong Kong shopping center in the middle of the shopping day. Wow. That's pretty what good. What are they going to do? <laughs> Shop. What? Shop what until you drop. <laughs> Tagline. Um so this is, of course, directed and written by Wilson Yip, who has done all the Ip Man movies, plus many more. Have you seen any? I have, actually. I've seen one, two, and three. I don't think I've seen four. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, those are great movies. Like, mm-hmm. those are all great action movies. Like, everybody loves them. It's like the perfect balance of everything. Wasn't somebody in Ricky O in yeah. Ip Man? As a matter of fact, um, the lead guy who played Ricky actually was in Ip Man, so there's the t- there's the crossover. Oh. But these are Hong Kong films, and you know they're very few and far between. So mm-hmm. there's plenty of them. I'm just saying, like for action, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he, 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 Wilson Yip hasn't done a lot of like horror stuff. He's done like three or four um, out of his entire catalog. He's also, he does a lot of stuff with like action dramas and like, I don't know, a bunch of different stuff, a bunch of different styles. He's done it all. Mm-hmm. This was also written by Matt Chow, who did Zombie 57, the zombie that couldn't stop being number one from 1997, which is an insane long name. Okay. Uh, it's also in Bullets Over Summer, 1999, and Lam Go Cheng from 2001. Mm. This movie, of course, stars Jordan Chan, who plays Woody Invincible. He was in 20-something from 94, Young and Dangerous, 96, and Big Bullet from 96. Another cast member was Emotion Chung, who played Loy, uh, who was in Her Fatal Ways, 1990, and The Demon's Baby. Also stars Sam Lee, who is Crazy B, made, he was in a movie called Made in Hong Kong from 97, Man of Tai Chi from 2013, and Dog Bite Dog 2006. Also stars Yu Cheng Lai, who is Kwai, who was the business owner in this store. Uh, he was in Journey to the West from 98, Victim from 99, and Rosie Business from 2009. It also stars Angela Ying Yang Tong, who plays roles, who was in Honor of the Gods, which is a Takashi Miike film, I believe. Or is it a Ryui Kitamura movie? One of those. Hmm, I can't remember. It's a Yakuza film. Okay. Square Pegs from 2002 and Supercop.com at in 2000. Oh. Also, by the way, oh. I forgot to w- mention um, Sam Lee was also in another movie called Bio Cops. Mm-hmm. That is a movie that was trying to steal the thunder of this movie. Oh. It is not the same. It's not part of the franchise, and it is a horrible watch. 
even if Sam Lee is in it, making the same face that he does on the cover of this. <laughs> and they stylistically tried to borrow from it heavily. It is not the same thing called oh. Bio Cops from uh-huh. 2000. So That's weird. Yeah. What did you think of Bio Zombie there, Alex? Well, I've been a fan of Bio Zombie for longer than I think Ricky O. Mm-hmm. And I remember back in the day searching for, like, weird Hong Kong films, Japanese, Korean, Chinese, you know, whatever I could find because I just wanted to see, like, I was like, wow, man, there's so many different films out there that I've never seen, just like I did with Italian. And this one popped up on VCD. I picked up a copy of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they were selling it on VCD at a, like, secondhand store or something like that, which is pretty apropos because the characters in this movie work in a VCD shop. Which, if you aren't sure what a VCD is, guys, and you're not old enough to know what it is, it's it's a video CD. They were before laser discs, oh. and it was it's like basically on a CD that you would burn music. Oh, that's right. Didn't they call it some? Were they like MP4s or something too? Mm, no, it was just VCD. That's what the name of the oh, thing. Okay. I don't know what format they used on it, but it was like standard 120 millimeter optical discs. Mm-hmm. But it was very low quality in the picture, and it was widely adopted over in, you know, like Southeast Asia, Middle East. You mm-hmm. know, it was superseded the VHS and Betamax for quality. And although a lot of the copies that they made were like 50 million different, like, runs, and mm-hmm. it looked like shit a lot of times. So my copy was really garbage. So, and these people would sell VCDs for real and not. So it was like legitimate or not legitimate, mm-hmm. you know, just to make money because they were easy to do. It wasn't that expensive to buy something to burn right on a CD, right. which they in the movie, you know, they show the Dreamcast, which played VCDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not play DVDs uh, on the Dreamcast that I remember, but they did play VCDs. And <laughs> I think AVIs, if you did some trick. Um, but anyway, it was extremely grainy. I found a better copy later because I liked the movie so much. And unfortunately, besides like an HD French release, this movie has, hasn't had much of a release at all. Mm-hmm. They have a Cantonese version with English dubs or English subtitles, I should say, and a English dub version with Cantonese as well on there. Mm-hmm. I would, I would recommend getting that one. Mm-hmm. It's the one that says BioZombie in black underneath at the bottom on the DVD disc. I got the Cantonese one that has the Cantonese language with mm-hmm. English dubs, and it's not as good as the English dub one. Oh, uh-huh. I love the movie, but I prefer it with the English dubs because I think that's how I saw it. Right. So, but regardless, I am finally got my DVD copy, and during a very rough time, I had, you know, like, to sell a lot of my collection. This was one of the cult, one of the victims that I had to sell. And so I recently, just this last couple of weeks or so, picked one up on eBay. Mm -hmm. So I got it finally back in my collection again. Oh, that's good. So it's kind of expensive, and this is a hard movie to watch online, guys. So I totally, I'm sorry for picking one that's very difficult to find. But that's what we do here. We let you know about movies that maybe you might want to check out. And then maybe when one day it comes out, you go, oh, yeah, that guy fucking said. (laughs) Anyway. More about the fucking movie itself, though. I know I go on and on sometimes, but it's just memories. But this is just a fun, stylish, zombie and Hong Kong mall buddy comedy. They throw in some flashy scenes, video games like House of the Dead, 
like a lot of nineties kind of uh humor and like cool factor that they used to do in the nineties movies. Very amped up, but in fucking Hong Kong, of course, in a mall to make it even more hip. So these guys are like twenty somethings, you know, probably. What would you think? Yeah, or late teens. Yeah. Like 18, 19, 20. He seems, they seem old. They can drink. So I don't yeah, know what the age is I out there. It's like 14 there. Oh, I don't know about that. It's 12. <laughs> it might be. They get drunk when they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> Go on ahead out. Come back before midnight. <laughs> Wander out into the street. Anyway, you know, there's, it is a buddy comedy and it's, you know, it's not like Shaun of the Dead quality, but it's definitely got a foothold in the fun department. And, and it's one I think you should, I think more people should see and should get more credit than it does. Right. It's one of those movies that you might watch and think that it was fun, but do I really need to own it? And then you sell it and then you spend years thinking about it and like me, buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> for the third time. So, I mean, it's it's one of those movies. Plus, it's from the director of fucking Ip Man. Come on, dude. You got you to gotta see where his roots are to, to really fully understand it. It's not chock full of action. There is action in the movie. It's not like fight scene action like they do in Ip Man. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's a funny buddy comedy sort of kids movie that aren't, these aren't fighters or anything. Mm-hmm. They're actually kind of the antithesis of, 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 Sort of bad guys. They're mm-hmm. just sort of good guys. Right. Which is interesting because they're always trying to rip people off for money or do something fucked up. And they don't mind doing these things to try to be cool, even though they're not cool. And mm-hmm. they sort of haphazardly save the day in this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things. Also, I also think that this movie is what inspired the game uh, Sunset Overdrive, uh-huh. which is an Xbox exclusive game that they had, mm-hmm. where this soft drink causes everybody to turn into mutants. Oh, okay. And I think this is well before this came out, obviously. And it is similar. It's not zombies that you're fighting in that game. It's like mutant, like orange creatures that like are mm-hmm. weird and zany. But a lot of the same kind of humor is kind of in that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder... You know, if that was some inspiration right. to it. So the two buddies that are in this movie are Woody Invincible and Crazy B, both being complete degenerates who do some pretty scummy things. But like I said, they're still kind of a good couple of guys if you really peel back the layers enough. Mm-hmm. Lots of why are they doing that and a lot of overacting, but it's all part of the fun in this one. I think by the end of the movie, you'll probably love these guys' antics more than you will the bitter ending that this movie offers. Now, this isn't Category 3 Hong Kong Horror Fest, Gore Fest, you know what I mean? But it's pretty damn fun. That's enjoyable from the beginning to the end, I think. And lots of characters in this movie with a very low-budget indie kind of film approach, right? Wouldn't you say? Right. But done really well. Yeah, really well. For an independent film, especially. Uh, not the bloodiest, but I'd say there is some blood in this. There is some gore in this. I would probably give it a 7.5 or an 8 for being its own thing. Mm-hmm. May not be for everyone, but I think it's one of those movies that will grow on you mm-hmm. like it did me. So, right. And I think I there's a pretty good fan base for this movie. It's just one of those random movies that, that you saw and you try to find something similar to and there isn't anything mm-hmm. and it doesn't suffice. Like, the only other thing I could even come close to in humor-wise is probably, like, Wild Zero, mm-hmm. which is that zombies, aliens, and, like, crazy shit. Oh. So, 
you can find this. Like I said, you, it's probably like forty to a hundred dollars to get a copy of it on blue on DVD. So there are some YouTube videos of it up. It's very difficult to find, guys. Like they're not in English. There's no subtitles for them, and they're even dubbed with like another language over top of it. <laughs> so it's like not the best copies. There is one that's broken into ten minute parts on YouTube. I found. Oh yeah. And it's like there's like three or four parts missing. Oh no. <laughs> so you can't watch the whole fucking thing. That's strange. I know. And you can't rent it, so it's really difficult. I don't know why. It's just one of those movies that just didn't get a wide release, mm-hmm. and and it needs another. So Mm -hmm. what about you, Christina? What did you think of this movie? Well, the legal drinking age in Hong Kong is 18. Oh. So we're not 18, so we should do another shot. I'm not going to do another shot. Oh, okay, never mind. I got too much shit to do tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I cannot believe I've never seen this movie. I've never heard of this movie because this movie's like right up my alley because it is a zomcom. It's a zombie comedy. I love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. You like it's one of my favorites. How would you say the com- the the comedy compares? Oh, it's... way too much over the top. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's not as like wordy good, but right, but it's still clever. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, it's like mall rats with zombies. Yeah, kinda. I've seen some other people say that, but it really is. Really, it really is. I don't know. I mean, I can see that, but I think you know Kevin Smith is a little more wordy. Oh well, yeah, with the dialogue. But there is stuff. some there is some pretty crafty shit that they say in the movie to get out of like situations. Right, exactly. That even you yeah. were like, oh my god, like, that's that so is, clever, that's so funny. I love how '90s it is. Oh my god, this is so '90s. Yeah, like it's crazy. It's like, a nostalgia overload it, for it me. It totally is. It totally is. They had that Dreamcast the, there, and I was like, oh my god, the right? Dreamcast. They played an Elastica song. Which you, it wasn't a popular Elastica song, and it was in the background. We'll bet it later, but yeah, it was. It was. I, I noticed I that too. I wonder if they get the rights to it. Yeah, I know because it wasn't a singing part. It was just a like I could tell because I listened to that album like nonstop in the nineties, in like ninety seven. Yeah. I think it came out. In I remember the song too. Right, the dubbing on it was great. Mm-hmm. It just brought like. A whole new element to the movie. They were good voice actors. They really were. Um, It wasn't the best makeup job on the zombies, but I think the actors like made up for it. So like it didn't make like it wasn't a big deal of their bad makeup. Right. Well, they were definitely doing the George Romero thing. Oh, yeah. To make them blue. Yeah, totally. Which is the Dawn of the Dead thing. And you can see the, the line on the neck. Right. The color on the neck. But the actors did a really good job. I really enjoyed the movie. Nice. They even had like a blue-green filter over top of everything. Did you notice? Oh, yeah. When it was just the zombies. Yeah. Well, like yeah. everything like has like a weird like it's, bluish-green it's pastel. It's like fluorescent lights from the mall. Right. That's what I thought it was. Right. Um. But yeah, maybe that's what they were doing is trying to explain away George Romero. So they were like, oh, it was just, you know, bad lighting. Which yeah, technically it was. Right. Like, film didn't, tra- like, they didn't do the makeup right. Anyway, continue. What do you want to give it? I also gave this one an 8 out of 10, and I'm glad you own it, and I really think people should try to get this movie. It yeah. really is. It was that good. I was very, very surprised. Yeah, it's not, it's not, like, uproariously funny, mm-hmm. but it's, like, so unique and fun. Right. Like, it's a fun and movie. I, and I gotta tell you, like, I, I don't feel like I even gave this justice i wasn't in a good mood when we watched this I was, it made half. me it made me in a good mood but i feel like if i watched it again i would probably like it more really yeah hmm. i still think ricky o is better than this mm-hmm. but i still like this one a lot it's its own thing you know like it's just like a 
I don't know. There's something special about it, you know, mm-hmm. like that. I, I just can't. I don't know. Man. It's, it's, it's stuck with me, you know what I mean? After mm-hmm. all these years. So, but we don't have any trivia for this movie really too, too much. I have yeah. like a couple of things I mentioned in some of the scenes, like maybe the ending, because they did have an alternative ending, which we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's, um, let's see, it's something earlier, earlier on that I really liked is there's a group of businessmen. They meet up with some Iraqi guys that meet up with them. And it seems like the Iraqis have come up with some sort of biological weapon that they turn people into zombies and they can do it to control them, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work. And they ship <laughs> these, these, these zombies over in this crate. And like they, he's like, here's the bottle. He's like, why would you put it in a soda can or a soda bottle? He's like, so that people don't know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. So I thought it was kind of interesting that the, the soft drink is the, the chemical, like, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was really neat how they did that. And everybody drank soda. Right. Like but, but that's the other thing. The two guys are going to work that night. Mm-hmm. Or driving home from, or, you know, they're driving to work in to the morning because mm-hmm. it's early morning. Mm-hmm. And they drive to work and they hit the guy, one of the guys, because it goes south really quick after the zombie bit somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he runs and takes the soda with him and then hits, gets hit by the car. And, and it's, it's Woody and fucking Crazy B. And they're like, what do we do? And they're like, oh, fuck. Put him in the truck. There's this scene where the police show up and they're like, oh, trying to pretend like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. And they're they're making him pretend like he's smoking and just drunk. He's like, like, oh. Weekend at Bernie's thing they're trying to do. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. Like how they did it, like how legit. Instead of giving him help, getting him help, they're like, no, we don't need to get in trouble. Right. And the cops in this movie are really dumb. I got. I got confused with the cops and the security guards. I I, I kept thinking they were like opposite because the way they were dressed. Well, they, yeah, because the you cops. The, well, that's the funny thing is the ox guy who was the mall security guy right. was like the more beef beefy and, dude and, and professional. And looking. then like the little guys were the fucking real cops, right? Which is I think was like a Purposely joke. Done. Yeah, I think yeah. it was made to make a joke about them. But yeah, they take the body back to the mall and that's what happens. Oh, that's right. They're like, here, buddy, do you feel better? He's like, here, give him a drink. And he opens <laughs> up the bottle and makes him drink the fucking drink and he turns him into a zombie and they don't know. Right. Oh, because the guy was asking for the soda. Yeah, he, he was, was like, like, why soda. the fuck do you want soda? <laughs> they just like, here, it let it pour it in his mouth. <laughs> It was so funny. And they throw him in the trunk and they forget about him for the day, which is funny, like... I'm like, what the fuck? These guys are kind of fucked up, you know? Right. And they try to get, <clears throat> they have to go fix the boss's car or something like that. Pick it up or something. Yeah. And it's like, I think they were driving his car, weren't they? Yeah. I'm confused by that. You because... are because you got it backwards. What? They they were at the mall first and they ran into the girl and then the boss called was like, go get my car. No, I didn't get it backwards. So then they go get the car. When they hit the guy, the it guy. was early morning and it was nighttime practically when the cops came by. It was like four or five in the morning and they were driving to work and then they get to work and then the boss like, hey, we need to go fix the car while they're at work and then they go to take, fix the car and that's when they take it to that guy oh, where they guide the fucking stupid roach into his pants. Mm-hmm. Like oh, and they were they were commenting on his huge balls. Those are the biggest balls I've ever seen. He's like, wow, those are big balls. Look at them. You can fit. 
It's so stupid. It was. Like, this is like normal shit that guys talk about or whatever, but it's you just talk fun- about other guys' balls? Not really, but I'm just saying, I, that's why I say it's stupid, because it's like, no, we don't do that. Uh, but it's just these characters are funny when they talk about it. They try to get into a fight, and you see Woody back down. He's like, yeah, you take care of it, crazy bee. <laughs> so then there's the sushi guy, right? Who's in love with, with one of the roles. two girls that work in the mall. Right, who's totally 90s chick. She has the short hair with the barrettes oh, and then, yeah. like, the tank top and, like, the Jinko jeans. Is that? Did she have Jinko jeans? Or, well, they were similar. It was, like, that style where they're, like, that wide leg. Right. Which is very popular. I still have some. Right. From the 90s because I really like that style. And then that's the funny thing is it's, like, Woody's into Rolls, who's mm-hmm. the short girl you're talking about, the short hair girl. Mm-hmm. And then Jelly is her friend who she met at the mall because they both work at different places. Mm-hmm. Or where they worked at the same they place. They worked at the same place. Right. She's a new hire. Right. And uh, Rolls is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they go to eat lunch or whatever and run into each other. And then fucking they realize that they don't have any money to pay for the boss's car after they smashed it into a fucking... I don't know what happened, but they 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 try to rob rolls in this like ridiculous scene yeah, they where try, they steal her ring. Yeah, they like in the bathroom. They put a bucket on her head so she doesn't know who she's like who's attacking her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know it was you, you know, like, but she won't admit it because she kind of likes him in a way. Mm-hmm. And she's hoping he'll admit it and stuff. And it's a weird back and forth. Yeah, but it, but the sushi boy is they go to eat together. Mm-hmm. At the sushi place, the sushi boy is in love with Rolls, way out of her league, way out of his league, by the way, but he still does it anyway. Right. He's madly in love with her. Mm-hmm. He keeps giving Rolls free shit all the time, mm-hmm. and Rolls is a bitch kind of about it, like, oh, yeah. Taking advantage. Taking advantage of him. But yeah, he gets changed later on, and his his zombie is the one that's like kind of coherent and the best zombie in the movie. Right, like he's the memorable zombie because mm-hmm. he's the one that tries to like help Rolls during the zombie apocalypse in the mall. Right, and he kind of as he as a zombie as a zombie he he ca- like kind of captured her to keep her safe. Right. And of course she's freaking out. So she was able to escape and then meet back up with the team. There's that stupid scene where he's like cutting up human fingers and putting (laughs) them on pieces of rice and like handing them to the zombies, you know? And then he like hands one to to rolls and he's like, eat it, eat it. And she's like, ah, yeah. And then she's like, oh. And then the zombies realize that she's not a real zombie. And they freak out. And they freak out. And yeah. that's when she escapes. <laughs> that was that was so clever. It's so clever. It's stupid, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, so before the zombie outbreak, uh, when out there was this one scene which I thought was just so clever. So, uh, the the main guys, uh, the Woody guys, and Crazy yeah, Bee. Yeah, Woody and Crazy Bee. So they get into like a confrontation with the cell phone store owner. Oh guy. yeah, right. And so the cell phone, the cell phone guy thinks that they stole a phone or something. And the cell phone guy was like, "I'm gonna call my guys and they're gonna take care of you." And da, 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 da. so then Woody's phone rings. Can I explain that part real quick? Yeah, a little you bit can, better. You'll do it better. <laughs> so before he, before what happened is, is that. The the shop that Koi lit, uh, works at, he's a cell phone shop, and it got busted in by a zombie 
because he saw his phone. Mm-hmm. It was the guy that they hit's phone mm-hmm. who folded over the car and right. they gave him the soda and they put him in the trunk. They right. took his phone and to sold it, it to Kwai, mm-hmm. which it was a stolen phone. And then the guy, the zombie came back and fucking smashed the thing to get it. Mm-hmm. And then Kwai's like, what the fuck? You sold me a fucking stolen phone or something like that. Somebody broke into my shop getting it. They didn't touch anything else. And he was like, oh, what the fuck? Right. And then... uh, I'm going to call my guys. Yeah, I'm going to call my guys and they're going to take care of you. And then Woody's phone rang. And he was like, yeah, Kwai's like such a douche, but I need you to go down there to take care of some shit. You want What's that? You want me to take care of Kwai? He's kind of a douchebag, huh? Yeah. All right, yeah, we can do that. Hey, Kwai, uh, maybe you should uh, take... We're here to help you out take care of those guys. <laughs> it was really clever. That I've never clever. seen anything like that before. It was funny. That was funny. It's kind of got like that Tarantino-esque sort mm-hmm. of, you know, vibe with it. But like a Hong Kong version of that, you know what right. I mean? Chinese version. That was a funny part. And then I also liked kind of like the camaraderie between B and him. Because they have this mm-hmm. like sub story where it's like B's birthday but B won't tell him because Woody's always talking about himself mm-hmm. and he doesn't think Woody would understand that it's his birthday. He's like, hey, I want to go to the movies. He's like, nah, we're not going. You don't like movies. What are you talking about? There's nothing good on anyway. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, He's like trying to hint at him that it's his birthday but he didn't want to tell him. Right, because he probably just wants him to remember. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's their relationship. And then B dies. Mm -hmm. He gets bit. Mm -hmm. And it's like this whole tragic thing. Right. There was a. It was his birthday. Yeah, he gets bit uh, after trying to help Kwai's wife, wife, who is like kind of like a hot lady who's like with this idiot. woman. She's an abused woman. Yeah, she's, like, really abused. He's always, like, talking shit to her the whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's this one time where he throws jelly out to the fucking wolves, or the zombies in this case, and, uh-huh. and she slaps him across the face because she let him to, to die. Right. She let her to die, like, jelly. Right. So, but then, yeah, B tries to save her, gets bit, and they all get bit, in right. fact. Which I liked. I liked. Yeah, a lot of every, it was a pretty drab movie because the only two people that live by the end in that entire mall, <laughs> right, is fucking Woody and, and Rolls, and she drinks the fucking soda. Yeah, they go out to the car to get away, and they find out the zombie has taken over everything. Right. Well, they have a big fight scene in the garage, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Right. But you know, gotta have it. Yeah, and then they go to the they get out with their car. And go to a gas station. And then she drinks the soda in the car. And then that was the end. Yeah. He looks over. And he's like, fuck. And he sees her and he's like, shit. But he also heard, he could see, he heard on the TV or the radio. Mm-hmm. That it was everywhere. That it was everywhere. And he was like, well, I guess this is the end. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just be a zombie now. Right. So when he gets in the car, he looks at her and she's like, did you, did you call to get help? And he was like, yeah. And he drinks the soda, swishes it in his mouth a little bit. And then swallows. And that's the end of the movie. It was pretty good. I liked that ending. I do too. They did have another ending for the movie, oh, by the they? way. Um, and it's an alternative ending where Woody, instead of when he looks over to see her drink it, he looks over and she's not in the car. But they oh. show her drinking it. And then she's gone. Beforehand, before he notices. Oh. And he goes back to the car to look for her. He's like, why isn't she in her seat? 
Mm-hmm. And he looks around and she jumps out and bites Woody on the neck. And then the camera pans off to the sky. Oh, that would have been good, too. I like I like the but one I where he like it's a little bleak for such a silly movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of like that. Like the right. like the in the end, it's like he lost his best friend. He's like, fuck he it. He lost everything. Yeah. Because of the virus. It does the that, virus. man. It does that. It does that. We know. <laughs> we know. All right. I don't want to get into that shit. Based on a true story, this is. (laughs) It was telling us our future. So, come on, you have to, you gave both of these movies an eight for their own thing, okay? But, like, honestly, what do you think is the best, did you just, in your heart, which one did you pick that would be your favorite? Biozombie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, if I watched it again, I'd probably like it more. Okay. So you like the characters in it? I like the characters, I like the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so a little bit of Planet Terror action in there too. So both of these movies are good, guys. They're, they've got the BTV stamp of approval. They've they've hit the eight and or higher. That's yeah. my stamp sound. So, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate you guys. Love hearing from you too. So, if you have any, you know, thoughts about the movie or something that we forgot to mention or something like that, you know, we kind of just go with the flow, do the best we can. But always love hearing from you guys about this stuff. And uh, of course, I will be streaming on today and Wednesday for my birthday. So, at the very least, Come by, say hi on uh, Wednesday. Maybe shoot me a scare, make me th- my shit my pants, knock my drink over, spill it all over my keyboard. Whatever, I don't care. Like, come say hi. I'd love to see you guys. But other than that, we'll be back next week. We're going to be doing... Movies. Movies. We don't even know yet, huh? We'll let you know. Okay. Oh, I know what we're going to do. What are we doing? <laughs> you sure you know? You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> So next week, we are going to be watching some movies. They're newer movies, actually. There's one called The Retreat from 2020 about skinwalkers. Ooh, I like skinwalkers. Right? They look like beasts with like glowing eyes. It's weird. I'm all for it. And get this. There's a new movie that's coming out on April 6th, which is Tuesday, right? Okay. It'll yeah, be the, the day, day before, before my birthday. birthday. Yeah. Um, it's called Dawn of the Beast, which is Bigfoot against Skinwalkers. What? Another two Skinwalkers? Yeah. Movies? So I thought, hey, you know what? Fuck. There's no way that you can pair that any better. Okay. I mean, maybe like Bigfoot versus something else, but like mm-hmm. I thought the Skinwalkers was a really cool concept with the two, and they both look kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they don't look like they're going to be nines out of ten, you know. So don't go expecting right. everything. The uh, the retreat is going to be out on Prime right now. So if you have Amazon, you can watch this immediately. Mm-hmm. And then Dawn of the Beast will come out tomorrow, Tuesday, the April sixth mm-hmm. on VOD. Okay. So we're watching both of those next week. I figured it'd be good. What do you think? I'm down. All right. So you guys got your assignments. Thanks again for stopping by. And as always. Happy birthday, Alex. Thanks, baby. (laughs) Long live the voice.